Um, learn from other projects. I think this is both about sort of setting out case studies in the project brief that reflect a vision for the area or a set of aspirations for the area. But it's also about learning from other projects in terms of their procurement and their processes. Um, I think it's interesting that it's, it's, we're constantly working in a sort of changing policy context. So suddenly if we're trying to achieve co-sustainable homes level five or even six, that there aren't any benchmarks because nobody's done them yet. Um, or if we're trying to do, I don't know, um, new transport infrastructure, home zones, for example. Uh, you know, there are kind of increasingly more examples, thankfully. But, you know, a few years ago, a lot of local authorities' highways were looking with such suspicion at home zone and shared surface um, approaches to neighbourhoods uh, with suspicion and kind of fear that they, they were kind of uh, high risk and falling back in a cliched way on their rule book. And I think this is a trouble. If we don't kind of go out and see best practice, we go back to a sort of rule book or, or sort of um, policy sort of tick list approach and we end up with the sort of poor results that we too often see. So I think case studies are really helpful. Um, and just mention some of the possible sources. Uh, we've got your own building projects that you can build on case studies, um, all well illustrated in things like CAVE's online digital library. Um, obviously, you've got a lot of trade press that is always publishing best practice projects. But also learn from your colleagues here. Um, or other clients, if there's a sort of particular developer that you kind of think is achieving really exemplary work elsewhere, who's perhaps not going to develop on your patch, um, at least go and find out what's driving them, um, how they've achieved a certain scheme elsewhere. But you have got some good local projects. There's Allerton Bywater that I mentioned. You've got Henley Rise, Kanklow. You know, there are sort of uh, a good range of schemes that you can uh, sort of refer to locally. Uh, with the, the range that cover the range of issues you're likely to deal with. But equally, um, I, I think it's easy to kind of fall back on local examples because they meet local need and therefore they answer local solutions or, 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 or problems. But equally, there's such a wealth of best practice, really fantastic. I, I keep using best practice, it sounds like a sort of textbook thing, but it's just there are some fantastic places to go out and see. Uh, Accordia in Cambridge. Um, or even abroad, uh, Vauban in Freiburg, a really extraordinary um, sustainable new neighbourhood that was all built cooperatively um, by the residents, uh, or, uh, um, forming groups of cooperatives and jointly commissioning uh, a terrace of houses or a set of apartments and so on. Um, what other, you know, we've got, well, look at Caves Library or Building for Life Library, there's a plethora of... Um, uh, good practice schemes are around the country and it doesn't uh, you know, jump on a bus, take your project group, your, your client group um, uh, and go and see them. Um, but if you're looking at them obviously uh, you need to kind of think carefully about what it is that's successful about them and Caves Library have a very kind of robust breakdown especially the Building for Life Library. All the schemes are appraised against a set of 20 criteria which in summary, uh, these aren't the criteria, but they pr pretty much cover these three priorities. Um, the quality of the scheme in terms of its robustness, its firmness. Uh, these are Vitruvian principles. They, they go right back to Roman times, but they still sort of hold their, their weight in terms of assessing good design. 
So is it built to last? Is it low maintenance? Is it um, robust? Is it thinking about whole life costings and so on? Functionality, does it work well? That's not just about the interior of the home, but the quality of place. Is it accessible? Is it well connected? Is it easy to find your way around? So is it using architectural markers for, to aid legibility um, and, and help you navigate? And importantly, is it delightful? Does it look good? So you can use things like either these three basic principles, which actually are the basis on which CAVE's design review assess most schemes, or you can use more thorough models such as Building for Life. When we went to Allerton Bywater, we selected, I think, about 12 of the Building for Life criteria and went round and used it just to prompt a conversation and a, an a, an appraisal of a scheme. What do we think about the, how the parking is resolved? Is it a problem? Is it well done? Um, is it a model that we could follow? 